Has anybody seen Denmark? Hi everyone, and welcome to the Two Cents Footy Podcast with Jeff and JP, episode number 20. We are smashing through this Euro countdown. Uh, and as my introduction alluded to in my worst Jason Cundy impression, aspirational Kate Abdo impression, we're on episode 20, and uh, we're now covering Denmark as part of our Euro countdown. Uh, we're now on to uh, Group C, right, JP? That is correct. We're, we've swiftly moved on to, on to Group C. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We, we dragged out Albania as much as we could. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, welcome again. And uh, first of all, JP, how are the Danish... I know you like a Danish, but uh, what are the... <laughs> What are the Danish odds? How's your vanilla crown looking on the sky bet? <laughs> oh, I do love a Danish. But um, yeah, in terms of the Danish football team, <laughs> we're currently looking at them being 10th favourites for the tournament. So, uh, so um, actually similar to Croatia, which I guess, I don't know, it seems, I guess, roundabout right, <laughs> maybe. But um. I was I was actually expecting them to be a little bit lower considering in twenty twenty they were they were semi finalists. But um yeah, so I guess they you know, mid they're one of those teams, aren't they, really? Hit and miss and a giant killer I is my impression of them, JP. Do you perceive them to be a bit of a banana skin team? Yeah, definitely a banana skin team. It's, they're one of those teams where they're not quite you know, top end, but they're not, you know, they're not rubbish either. You know, I feel like the way I would describe their group of players is probably robust. <laughs> they're, they're just, you know, there are no frills, but robust <laughs> in terms of the kind of calibre of player they have. And, and we'll get into their players, but um, yeah, that, I, I don't know why, but to me, robust is how I'm going to describe Denmark. How how would you describe them, Jeff? <laughs> so, so so for the JP world, they're the Ryanair of football teams. They'll get you there, yeah, but not in the most yeah. glamorous manner. Yeah, no frills, but they you know they do the job. Just <laughs> <laughs> just see Erasmus Hoyland's face looking a bit glum. <laughs> we'll get the job done, but not very fun. Not in the fun way. Yeah, I mean, I mean, his stats are quite impressive actually for Denmark. So he definitely gets the job done, I think, for them. <laughs> yeah. For me, and uh, you know, to answer the the very um, yeah, really strong youth team, as we know, they really pushed England, uh, you know, uh, in a strong way back in yeah, multiple tournaments for that World Cup and the last Euros. Uh, incredible caliber of players, especially in their defence. So I perceived them since we're on the airline topic, they're, they're probably a little bit more <laughs> not as less frills, but I think yeah, good at set pieces. So I would say they're probably more like an easy jet if we're doing the Porter's five forces of airlines again. <laughs> uh, yeah. Competitive strategies and all that. <laughs> <sighs> Strategic management, yeah. Oh my god. But um in terms of well, speaking of management, <laughs> yeah, um, they're managed by a guy called Asper 
Hugh Dormand or something like that. Um, 51 of age. Mm-hmm. Six foot four defender back in his day. <laughs> which I guess, I, I guess... <laughs> I guess which sort of fits into my my sort of word for the Danish is robust, <laughs> big lads. Um, but no, he's he's had a fair bit of experience, I think, within the within the Danish game. It seems, believe it or not, Jeff. Back yeah. in nineteen ninety four, he started his career with North Florida Ospreys. What on earth? That's like some Welsh rugby Premier League team mixed with the, the Disneyland team. And so his stats for that, and considering he's a defender, he made 18 appearances for the Ospreys and got six goals. Which, cool. I mean, for a defender, that's not a bad little ratio going there. That's, that's a cracking ratio and, and track record. And I guess that's some better fed into a success that he's had with um, Denmark so far, where um, they got to semis in 2020. As we all know, as um, England were the ones to give them the boot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gee, Southgate, yeah, yeah. And as we all know, we've got a bit of a rematch of that game. But um, qualification-wise, guess it's no surprise that they did finish top of their group, but only just Jeff. Um, both Denmark and Slovenia drew on twenty-two points. And I believe it must have been done on um, uh, the results from each fixture. Some, um, yeah, I guess Denmark's all narrowly picked Slovenia to the post on that. But it was looking at the group, it was actually quite a tight group overall. You've got Finland and Kazakhstan that finished on 18 points. So both of them were four minutes between behind the leaders. And then you you also had sort of Northern Ireland and and San Marino in there just as the whipping boys. <laughs> they were in a group with Kazakhstan. That's bizarre. <laughs> yeah. For the Euros. Yeah, and yeah, I guess there's a few sort of teams like that that sort of filter into the Euro qualifiers and stuff, don't they? Mm. But um, interestingly, in terms of the games that they lost, they lost two in the qualifiers. One was two, um, was actually two Kazakhstan, I think, from memory. So, uh, yeah, I just, I, I cannot, yeah, three one. I cannot imagine. Oh no, they beaten three one. <laughs> <laughs> they lost against them three two. It helps when you're able to read, <laughs> or not read, in my case. So yeah, and then a solid. Uh, just to sort of build on that, solid, you know, solid performance. But they scraped it, and um, some uncomfortable results, and some you know wafer thin results. I think as part of their qualification, uh, you know, in fact, losing against Northern Ireland, for for instance, back in November. Yeah, definitely, and especially when you got Northern Ireland down there, sort of way behind in terms of points. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's probably a bit of a shock result, really, for them, isn't it? Exactly. So, uh, well, yeah, they've got Paddy McNaird. In fact, <laughs> so, I mean, I think just moving us on, you know, in to kind of discuss their key highlight, their key standouts, you know, who's there going to be their talisman, you know, who's going to be uh, the young whippersnappers producing the... Uh, 
the poaching goals that we think they might do. Object touch. Um, exactly. Yeah, I feel like Denmark have a few stalwarts within the team. So, for example, um, Kasper Schmeichel in goal, we, all, we know him very, very well. Sort of getting to that, that, well, definitely the more experienced age of 37 at the moment. But I think, you know, his experience will be, will be really key for, for Denmark in terms yep. of his experience and, and his know-how. Um, and yeah, I think like you kind of alluded to earlier, they've got some really, I guess, strong and experienced defenders in the likes of Andreas Christus- Christiansen and Simon um, Kier, uh, centre-back. Mm-hmm. Um, so those would be the two um, centre-backs that sort of stand out for me. But you've also got Anderson in there who well plays for Palace. And he he sort of gets a lot of game time for for the Danes as well, and I mean Anderson tends to be one of the top performers I think for for Palace as well. So that's not a bad few, um, you know, a, a very organised defence I think they have um, in the back line. Mm. Um, and yeah, there's a and a lot of the names that are sort of familiar from when we sort of played them in in the semi-finals. If so we look at sort of the midfield, you've got Christian Eriksen. He's sort of back in there doing his thing um, mm. again. To Schmeichel, I think, in terms of he'll offer a lot of experience and obviously a quality player. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, likes of Thomas Delaney in there. Again, he just, whenever I think of Thomas Delaney, robust comes to comes to mind, yeah. very big and strong. And so you could say the same about Pierre-Emil Weiberg as well from Spurs. Again, tough tackling, you know, tries to boss and take the game by the scruff of the neck kind of player. Um, so, yeah, in midfield, it's very similar to the defence. I think you've got, you know, Philip uh, Billingen from from Bournemouth, who, might, who may feature, who we know from the Premier League. Um, but, yeah, again, another very organised midfield, I think, the Danes will have. And then I guess where... Um, they're probably a bit more exciting is actually in the forward area, which we haven't said too often, I don't think, in many of our reviews for all the other teams. But the, the standout is definitely Rasmus Hoyland, yeah. um, obviously from Man United. I know he's had a slow start for Man United, but he's in he's banging form now with six goals in six. Yeah, it's um, amazing after not popping his cherry for so long. <laughs> yeah. And um, I mean, his stats for, for Denmark as well, in terms of his last eight games played, he scored seven goals. So he's, he really is their sort of talisman. And he's the one to watch, I think, coming into this tournament. So did you, did you hear that? What uh, was that so- someone broke wind. Jonas wind. <laughs> yeah, and what do you know about Jonas wind? <laughs> <laughs> Well, no, I mean, another striker, squeeze, uh, yeah, attacker, scored three goals so far. It's obviously nowhere near Hoyland, but six foot three. So another kind of crouchy type figure at the front. He, he's with Wolfsburg. Uh, yeah, I think, I think the key, and you've, you've sort of summarised it, they've got a huge amount of amazing leadership quality. As, as we've said, like in particular, Christian Eriksen, my goodness, the example he you know, after his tragedy, tragic um, collapsed on the field, didn't he? And um, it kind of galvanised the rest of the team. 
they will be obviously looking heavily at um, Yusuf Paulson. And yeah, he mentioned Thomas Delaney. So it's a tricky one. They're going to have to rest Hoyland, deploy him carefully, probably attack the set pieces because they've got a lot of tall centre-backs and uh, poach and strikers. Um, JP, what, what do you perceive to be their, their weakness as going into the Euros? Um, I think, I mean, their weakness is, although you've got the likes of Rasmus Hoyland in there, in terms of up top, they're maybe still a little bit naive, um, whether he can do that in, in the big stage. I think one of the players I remember sort of featuring and having quite a lot of expectation last time around was a guy called Mikel Damsgaard. Who's he's still only twenty three, but he he, oh, yeah. he moved he moved to Brentford, and he's not really set the world alight for Brentford. I think he's played about thirty odd games for them now since you know twenty twenty two, and he hasn't scored <laughs> any goals, so he's not quite lived wow. up to the expectation at all. I mean, I know they were actually raving about him in in twenty twenty. So I think there's possibly a bit of naivety around sort of their their attacking I guess force, although it's probably slightly better than a few teams that we've we've kind of mentioned. I just, I mean they're a tricky one to sort of pin down because they're not a team where I'd say they've got they've got, you know, superstars. They're a team where they've got just, you know, very decent players and and they can do a job. So I think Defensively, although they're organised, I feel that they'll still be able to, like in terms of England, who we're in the same group, I feel like we'll have enough quality to break it down. Um, so, yeah, I think maybe they, they may struggle to to be clinical in the in the big games is, is where I think they'll they'll be weakness or weaker. Yeah, I see what you're saying. There's... There's almost a naivete at the tournament level for who they're going to rely upon. And in fact, in the Euro qualifiers, uh, as a side note, despite the fact we rave about Casper Schmeichel, we love what he did. And, you know, you and John were sneaking off the library watching uh, the win- <laughs> Leicester City win the, the Premier League when you're meant to be studying, FYI. Uh, there was quite heavy goal uh, lack of clean sheets for Denmark in the qualifying period so yeah it doesn't it just suggests they're a bit porous despite having a very yeah yeah people like Hoiberg and Christiansen and Schmeichel you would expect a higher proportion of clean sheets and less goals scored against them so I think what was it saying in qualification yeah, there was. They conceded. Yeah, they conceded ten. Um, most of that time, it meant they, you know, had silly losses. For example, against Northern Ireland. Uh, so, you know, the the impression is that they're gonna be a bit porous, especially in the final third of each match, and in the, that that space in the park. Uh, but yeah, like you said, banana skin team. They could or a robust Ryanair team, as you said, and they could 
yeah, there could always be an upset. You know, they're in a, a for them a very good group. Obviously not against England, but <laughs> um, the rest of the group, you'd you would, yeah, I'd probably jump to our next section where we think they're gonna finish in the group and how far we think they could get through in the tournament. So I, I reckon second and quarter final. So they'll they'll make they'll make it a bit further on, but yeah, I don't I don't think they'll they'll reach the heights of last time final four. Um, JP, what do you reckon in terms of where they're going to finish? Um, you know what? It's quite tough to say because, interestingly, Slovenia were in Denmark's group for the qualifications as well, which is quite bizarre. And they both finished on the same amount of points. So that's going to be a, a quite an intriguing tie. And Serbia as well, I think, could be a tricky one for them as well. Oof. Where do I think they're going to finish? Because I, I think Denmark did beat them twice in qualification. Um, and yeah, they say beat them 2 1. So oh, it's going to all. I'm going to be different just to make the podcast interesting. I think they're going to finish third. I think, and I know we'll sort of cover the other teams, but I think Slovenia could get their revenge on Denmark in, when it's most important. So I'm going to go for Denmark to finish third and not make it out the knockouts. Ooh. Or into the knockouts. You're going to be so welcomed in uh... <laughs> Man United, Leicester, Spurs, Brentford, <laughs> Wolfsburg, and but Barcelona. No, I mean, if I was if I was going to put sort of money on it, I'd probably tend to agree with you in terms of you know in terms of most likely they probably would finish second. I'd think. Fair enough. Yeah. Oof. It's just I just remember their set pieces, and again, they they always seem to have a young star that shines in those tournaments, and it, it most likely would be Hoyland this time round. Mm, yeah. And it just you, you just think could they get a twenty minute goal against England? And, you know, through a robust header on a corner, for example, free kick. You know, England maybe get one back and it's a total knife edge for the last 20 minutes. That's the kind of... It's our expectation, isn't it? It is. <laughs> it is. All right, so we think second and third. But uh, if JP was putting money on it, second. <laughs> uh, what do you... <laughs> Let us know what you think. Um, Denmark, amazing team. But also a bit Ryanairy. I mean, before we um, sign off, Jeff, who's the one player in that team in terms of when England play them? Who's the one player you're a bit wary of in terms of who would cause England the damage? Very difficult. Uh, whenever I think I think of Maguire as being like. Uh, you know, like a, I try it's a bad example, but like the the split hole in the rigatoni or the cannelloni, and you've got water inside your filling. It it's probably, I I wouldn't actually fear Hoyland, even though he's he's actually been very pointy around the box. 
well, ironically both both Man United, aren't they? Uh, <laughs> it's a really tricky one. Hoiberg is always a strong presence. Eriksson leadership presence. This is really tough. I think maybe someone like Christensen, actually. Yeah, I probably would say him because I would expect him to try and poach off a corner. He's really solid uh, and was for Chelsea as for Barcelona at the set pieces, defending the set pieces, and he has this domineering presence. I would fear that we would concede even despite all the stars England has um, and could be on the back foot. Uh, JP, what do you reckon? No, I, I, that's a good call, actually. I, I can I could see that happening, actually. You know, Denmark pipping it from a, a set piece or, or a corner or something. I think, similar to you, I don't think Hoyland would be the, the player that I would fear the most in that team, again, for an England side anyway. I, for some reason, I can't stop thinking about Christian Eriksen. Um, I know he's obviously not quite the player that he used to be, but I think just having that quality in midfield where he can pick that decisive pass, and even like you say, that you know free kicks he can pop one in the top corner, um, kind of similar to kind of I guess kind of what you're saying that just in that moment where it counts, he could perhaps do something against us. Um, so he would be my pick, um, in terms of who would be the biggest threat against us. Good shout, yeah. He, yeah, in fact, you do fear him even when you watch Man United play and he's got a, a free kick going, or he will just pop a shot from outside the uh, the box. And you would, your heart goes in your mouth, you think it is possible, and that leadership ability, too. Yeah, and it'll end up being like someone like Martin Bra- uh, Braithwaite, then. that does it or something stupid like that exactly (laughs) Delaney (laughs) like Matty Cash for Poland but yeah (laughs) bit of a misfit great alright thanks for that JP so uh, yep that's our first team in group C we will return uh, with another team within group C Uh, But yeah, thanks for joining us on this episode of the Two Cents Footy Podcast. See you very, very soon. Cheers, Jeff. Cheers.